Hey everyone, you're listening to the Space Explorer Podcast. I'm Seth Kierkowski, Editor-in-Chief, and we're going to be joined shortly by Jared Sanders, who were both mobile this week. So bear in mind, you might hear some weird audio hiccups uh, here and there because we don't have our, our normal setups. Next week, we'll be back to that, hopefully. Uh, but this week, we have about an hour-long podcast, much longer than normal. Uh, we talk everything from a whole frenzy of launches from last week to uh, Elon Musk talking, trying to get peace talks with Ukraine and Taiwan, apparently, to uh, the bulk of our discussion on, on Astra's stock price now uh, with the fear of it being delisted. So hope you enjoy. Uh, let's get into the conversation with Jared. Look at us, two men with handheld mics this week. So you're in, well, you're at your house. You're fine. Yeah. You just you just forgot your mic stand. I'm in Vegas. Yeah. This week, as you can see, uh, I'm not. I, I don't have the wood paneling this week. Right. No wood I, paneling. You should have. Uh, you should have put it up against the window so we could see like the, the skyline. Um, my view is just straight up uh, the casino roof. <laughs> it does <laughs> like face the strip. Units. It does face the strip. I just can't see it. <laughs> Fair, fair. I, I'm only on the fifth floor, so it's not like super high up. So yeah. I can't see over the buildings. Um, so, nice yeah, oh my gosh. How's it going out there? It's going. I'm, I mean, I'm down $5 on, in, on uh, electronic roulette, and I didn't win the first day raffle. So uh, I'm down. I'm down so far in Vegas. Um, if you guys don't know, I'm out here for DJI Airworks, which is a enterprise conference. So if you're into enterprise drones, I'll be over writing about it over on drone dj our sister site so i also i'm editor-in-chief here and i'm also editor-in-chief there so but this week breaking news actually breaking news there's no breaking news no artemis one update no artemis one update yeah yeah which is actually, like the first it's funny i uh i posted a picture in a facebook group of of my car i took i had to take a picture i was out uh last week shooting crew five so i took a picture of my car you know like with the vab in the background like classic you know like oh i'm here this is kind of cool and i paid i posted in this facebook group and the first comment i got was like hey is uh, artemis hiding inside of there still <laughs> and i was like sadly <laughs> it is. as it is <laughs> yeah it is yeah it's still in the vab um yeah. no no news on it but what news we did get this week about your launch is a Falcon Heavy launch. So yes. you have not seen a Falcon Heavy? Have you seen a I Falcon Heavy? I have not Heavy? seen one, no. Last time, uh, the last one that went up, I was still living in California. Um, and I did not make it out here for it. So I've never seen one live. I did watch the, I watched mm-hmm. the, the telecast. Um, but the sad thing is I might actually miss this one because I have to go to California the week it's scheduled, the weekend it's scheduled. So we'll You're see. You're so cursed with your California know, trips. Dude, they just man. line up perfectly for everything. I think it's, it's, you know what? It's like the end of September through October has just been like, if there's a launch, chances are I'm going to go ahead and line something else that I've already got planned up against it. So. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, I, and I'm just out here just like, I, and I, I applied for it and, I don't know. I'm still up in the air if I want to go because it's like end of October, possibly. Yeah. Is that the current date is October 28th or something like that. Yep. And this is the first Falcon Heavy since 2019. So for those who have just joined in on the whole space flight thing, the Falcon Heavy is the technic- technically the most powerful rocket that flies. Yeah. Yep. Um, SLS will, of course, top that out once they actually launch. Right. Um, right. But. 
Uh, the one I currently find is Falcon Heavy. It's practically three Falcon 9 cores strapped together. And they launched the first one in 2018. Mm-hmm. This is my this was my first um, rocket launch. Falcon Heavy oh, demo. First wow. rocket launch. It's yeah. a nice one. So, it's a nice one. Saw from Orlando. Uh, nice. I convinced my entire, our entire class to uh, leave um, lab uh, that day and go out to the back of the school and, uh, and watch it. Um, because I wanted to do it. I convinced our lab instructor to do it. And the lab instructor goes, well, I have to be either in the room or everyone has to leave the room with me. So we're going. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, they had two more in 2019. They had uh, the the first one, of course, launched uh, uh, Elon Musk's uh, red uh, Tesla Roaster. Yep. Ish towards Mars. Technically not Mars, but ish. And then the second two were two commercials. was a DoD satellite, and then it was a it was Arabsat. Was it was Arabsat was the second one. SP two was the third one, and that was the first night one. SP two. So I have some nice streaks, nice um, of that with the return. Apparently, so USFS USSF um, forty four is the mission, and I thought the mission was going to be um, so. So of course, the last three Falcon Heavies have all had. The two side boosters land at both LZ1, LZ2 over in Cape Canaveral Space Station. Mm-hmm. Launches from 39A, and then the two side boosters land at um, LZ1, LZ2, and then the center core attempts to land on a drone ship. Yep. They have yet to recover a. Oh, wait, technically, I can't remember. I think it was. I think the first one technically landed on the drone ship but then it tipped over i think that's what happened on the first one i know one did that one um did not make it even close it, it, it actually you know what okay no the first one i think yes uh the first one did not did not land on the front on the drone ship i remember this now um it it just crashed hard right next to it and then the second one landed on the drone ship but they didn't technically have a way to latch onto it with Octagrabber. So if you guys don't know Octagrab, Octagrabber is the little robot that drives out and clamps onto the booster and keeps it steady. The new center core is a little bit different, and they didn't have the ability to do it. And the third one um, aborted the landing, which is interesting. It was really interesting to see that. It was actually like it was coming in, and all of a sudden, like, it got a little too spicy. <laughs> and it just like tilted its, its angle and like you can see it was actually the perfect video because there wasn't the vibration that disrupt the video signal out in the drone ship so you get a perfect view of it flying si- almost sideways <laughs> away from the path <laughs> which was really funny so this one the we all thought what was going to happen was the two side boosters would land on the two drone ships this is the whole reason why we got a short fall of gravitas because yep. we needed more drone ships uh, because Falcon Heavies. <sighs> okay, so the reason why we don't have a lot of Falcon Nines is because the Falcon Nines got upgraded to kind of take over the Falcon Heavy missions, and then the Falcon Heavy missions were going to like start launching really big payloads with mm-hmm. the DoD, and they needed, um, they it was too much to return the boosters. <sighs> so uh, the plan was we thought was it was going to be they were going to expend the center core, so it was just going to launch out and, and land, and then yep. these two side boosters were going to land on drone ships. This one apparently. They're still, do, they're still going to expend that center core. They're not going to re- recover that, but the two side boosters will land. At oh, no, one, 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 yeah. Yep. So, 
Um, that's why I'm like, okay, I kind of need to go. It's my first first rock I've ever seen. It's kind of special to me. I haven't missed one since. But like traveling end of August <laughs> into then uh, not end of end of October, then end of September. No, what about my month are we in there now? October, October. Yeah, it's yeah, it's right now slated for the twenty eighth, so the end of October. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, end of October, and then then back in November for Artemis once because it, it's gonna be rough. Yeah. Uh, so that's kind of how that all is working out right now. But, um, I'm super excited. We haven't seen one of these launched in such a long time. Then we have also have two Delta Four Heavy, the two last two Delta Four Heavies coming yep. from Florida as well. Like, seems like that, a lot, the heavies a lot of are big rockets coming up, right? The heavies are back. Yeah. <laughs> Long live the heavies. So uh, yeah, it's that's gonna, it's going to be an exciting year of heavy of heavy launches because yeah. we have more Falcon heavies coming next year as well. So super super excited for that one. Now another so another super exciting thing that happened this week is we had Firefly. Firefly mm-hmm. came in. Yep. So I think we talked about it a little bit last week that they launched and they made it into orbit, which is super super awesome. Um, and actually, if I look back at the notes, we didn't talk about it. So. Firefly launched um, over the weekend. I'm trying to remember when this actually happened. It was, was it? It wasn't. I'll look it up. Saturday, Keep October first. <laughs> nope, it's not. It's later in our. It's later in our notes. I just gotta look down like two more lines. Um, uh, Saturday, October first, when they launched. So this was like just before our last episode, and they targeted a 300 kilometer orbit. So if you noticed the, the first Firefly mission did not make it to orbit. They actually uh, they had an engine issue, and so they had to abort the rocket. So. Um, been a while it's one of two other than starship uh one of two runs that uh have happened at um uh in space flight we had an yeah. abort which was planned of course and then this was kind of the and of course all, all the astro launches but like some that we actually got to see really good photos of so because we had press because press were out there um however independent observations have determined that the payloads that were launched there were seven-ish maybe i think um or maybe five i don't know uh they were only into a 200 kilometer orbit which is not 300 <laughs> that's how that, that's math, math right that's how math works um which means most of them have already deorbited. yep already been a week and a half space junk yeah well <laughs> Space vapor. Yeah, um, true, true. <laughs> they don't exist anymore. <laughs> there is apparently one more that's in orbit, at least as of this morning. Who knows if it's still in orbit now? And Firefly finally got back for combat. Like, I, this came out, like, middle-ish, end of la- last week. And it, did, it took them to, like, uh, they reached out finally to the Space News. Jeff Faust finally got a hold of them. And Gage... They stood back and they're like, yeah, no, we, we met, met every expectation we had. I'm like, yeah, but you missed your orbit seemingly by 200 kilometers. Mm-hmm. That, that seems wrong. Like That seems like you, you missed something. Um, so, I don't know. Like, I, they made it to space. So, at least the first stage is good. So, I don't know about second stage, but. Yeah. I don't know when they're they're looking at launching next. I think they're. I, I don't know when the next launch is. I think they're trying. I think they're going to try to launch out here and oh, over there in Florida. I guess technically, yeah, over there. I'm technically out here on the West Coast now, but uh, I get. I think that's when the next launch is. So I don't. There's no investigation into it. Um, there was a NASA payload, and NASA said that um, their their mission did deorbit, but 
Um, their mission wasn't going to last that long anyways. I think it was going to only last for 10 days. And I think it lasted like seven days. So um, they're looking over the, and they got data and they're looking over the data. So I guess that wasn't like a total loss, at least for NASA. I don't know about the other payloads, um, but that was the only one that, that got um, public comment was the NASA mission. So I don't know. Do you think was this, was this a success? Do you think it was successful? I mean, I guess it depends on. They, I mean, I, I feel like they can spin it always. Like any of these companies can spin it. Like, yes, we were testing it was a success, and we got to you know X, Y, and Z. Yeah. But uh, me, I don't know. I mean, if it doesn't make it, then technically it's not a success, right? And if you lose, I mean, it had cargo, so I mean, I, it, the payload, you know, was was lost. So. <sighs> I don't, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's kind of like it's kind of it's kind of like um kind of all the astro launches which we'll get to later right but uh yeah um Fire, the they, firefly rocket's tiny too right it's pretty small as well yeah it's not as small as like astro rocket lab but it is, it is a little bit bigger but um yeah, it's more Astro's like a it's firecracker <laughs> yeah well the uh the, the electron rockets the size of the falcon 9 landing leg oh wow yeah, like that's. I mean, they're, they're both tiny. Yeah. Um, rocket uh, Firefly is a little bit closer to. It's it's big. It's still a small sat launcher. Like it's still mm-hmm. small. It's like a, mm-hmm. a, a a light launcher. I don't like class launcher. I don't know what they're called. But you're they're pushing it. Like they're they're, they're pushing what um, what they're capable. They're they're capable of a lot. That rocket is. Um, but yeah, it's kind of like all the Astro flights where Astro was kind of like, well, we made it further than before, so it's a success. <laughs> like which. When you're developing a rocket is t- a totally valid way of looking at it. Like, if you're sure, developing sure. a rocket, it's super difficult. Like, it, it's not trivial, um, especially since it's not, like, open source. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, like, software where you can open source it because of, of trade laws. Right. But um, uh, it's, it's a little expensive. It, it, you kind of got to, like, redevelop the wheel every time because you got to yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of yeah. things that are just – you're not going to be able to share from other people. Mm-hmm. So being able to say, like, this – the first mission – having an engine failure and not even making it to the Carmen line. And then this mission sending someone into a, a low orbit, even though it's not a state and I wasn't the right orbit. It was a low is an improvement. So yeah, I would say that if, if that's the way you're going to look at it, then definitely yeah, it's a success. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, I would definitely say this is definitely not bad for Firefly. I think this is definitely good. It proves that a lot of the rocket works. Um, and now they just have to launch again and yep. get into the right orbit. And if they do that, then I think that's they're they're already on a um a better track than other companies. And they do it a third a fourth time, they launch and it works again. Like that's that's solid. Um, that's a solid uh um little uh, that's a launcher. So um, you know, unlike other people in the in the, in the industry. Speaking of launching, uh, Jared, yes. do you know uh, different ways of how to get to space? different ways of how to get to space this you, is know, you know how they get to space right you know well i mean i know how they how they get to space yeah but i don't know if i could get to space <laughs> well Wait, okay. you have you have rockets google maps okay. apple maps okay fair enough rockets. <laughs> outside okay outside the box i like your thinking i like your thinking i didn't i well, didn't have okay, rules right. on, on what they meant by space <laughs> so uh all right so if we're going by if we're going by vehicles to space right there's uh rockets and then there's the virgin plane right something like mm-hmm. in that fashion space plane yeah, yeah space I, plane. It's, it's technically a rocket but it has wings so it's different yeah yeah it just it, <laughs> it just starts in a different position 
That's all. Yeah. But did you know that you can spin something in space? You can what? You can spin something in space. No, I did not. Ish, technically. Technically I did not. not know that. So a company called Spin Launch, uh, they're, they're working out of Spaceport America out on, uh, in Nevada. Um, they apparently just did their 10th uh, test launch. Oh. So f- most rockets, the way they get to space is they just they start at the ground, they got mm-hmm. a big, big booster, they light it, they go up to space. Spin Launch has a different idea. They have a, a centrifuge. So, you know, you know, centrifuge, yeah, 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 put it vertically, yeah. yep. spin it real quick, and all of a sudden, they, uh, once it gets fast enough, they just let it go at the right point to where it goes up. It's like if gra- and... the Gravitron Carnival ride just, like, took off. <laughs> it reminds me, of my, my thought is, um, I'm sorry, you, uh, you might be, it might be, <laughs> bef- uh, you might be too old. Um, <laughs> it's, it's from Jimmy Neutron. Uh, when they went to uh, space, and all I remember is the you know, put kids of America, like that song. Um, and they had the uh, they had the wind, the the Ferris wheel, and it starts spinning, 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 and just lets go. And there's rockets yep. on the side that takes up, yeah. That's that's how I look at this. So they did their 10th launch, so it spins up, and then there is a rocket on it, and it launches. So it's just kind of like the idea of it is to give it like a bunch of momentum right away. It's right. like, a, it's the same theory as like a normal rocket. It's just a different way of doing it. Different propulsion. However, yeah. I guess the biggest question is like, is this even possible? Like when is this, a, like that's, let me get into the scientific side of things. Like, is it possible? Like who knows? Um, but they did test, uh, this is a one third scale. Um, this haven't actually, so we're not talking about orbital launches here. So why like don't we talk about launches? Car size then? <sighs> The, the uh, I don't know what the size of their uh, this is gonna be really big like think like I, I don't know what what the size is but like I think it's gonna be like think like a London eye probably big oh okay okay maybe a little bit smaller than that like but I don't I don't know the actual dates but like that's to my understanding it's gonna be the, the finished product is gonna be huge so like a third scale from that so maybe like a like a amusement park size for okay. barrel, yeah. maybe yep. okay so that's kind of the size of like the centrifuge and then they have a a little like little dart pretty much at the end so it's not i don't think they're i don't think they're igniting anything like it's not actual launch yet that's when i think it will get serious if they ever start you can spin pointy pointy arrows and chuck them into the desert all day long <laughs> but <laughs> you kind of gotta like launch stuff out of it well eventually. so is it is it sitting on its horizontal axis and it spins no it's vertical yeah so, so it's just it's, no it's like it's vertical huh yeah so it's vertical just like uh so just like a first like, like a, just think yeah okay yeah, yeah. That's, that's so crazy. and then like okay. at, at like a certain point i'll just like let go yeah see we're, we're learning here we're learning here um <laughs> and then physics takes over i'm assuming and helps yeah so like it, it's kind of like it, it helps it's kind of like air launching so like um so like Virgin Orbit and mm-hmm. Northam Grumman Pegasus, they strap their rocket on the bottom of a plane. They take yep. it up. Um, it helps them. It, it means that you can use a smaller rocket um, to launch it. So you turn your yep. you pretty much turn your first stage. They, some people call it a first stage. Some people call it a zero stage. Whatever. Um, you make that reusable. Got it. Uh, got it. Okay. So this is kind of like that, but like you keep it on the ground and you just kind of like give it a bunch of momentum through a centrifuge. It's it's a it's an interesting idea. I don't know. It's I'm really looking forward to it because I think it's a really freaking awesome idea. Like it's something about it just screams medieval. 
Like, well, well, yeah, and it's like it's super like sci-fi, right? That's like something you would definitely see in like a movie. Like, yeah, that's I, I want to see this thing work so bad. Like, I want to, I wanted one day like go out to I don't know where they launch these things from. I'm assuming they have to launch them from like and fling them over the ocean. And since <laughs> it's technically like not, there's no rocket at start. Like, we can be much closer than these. I'm assuming right. I don't know if it would, but like. I just, I'm just imagine one day just sitting there also just seeing like a little bit just a dart just fly out of a hole in the ground. Right, like, right. <laughs> like it just looks, I don't know. Like I'm just super excited to see whatever actually works. Okay. Whether well, it works, who knows? But just to see it like uh, just do a yeah, test, actually, yeah. full scale test would be fun. Totally. So. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it feels, it, I mean, it definitely feels a little dangerous. <laughs> like if that thing goes. It seems like there's a rocket. Yeah, you're saying a rocket full of full of fuel and and ox, its own bomb materials. It's not dangerous. Well, yes, but the <laughs> it's I all guess dangerous. The, at least, yeah, I feel like the difference is though. That's like going this direction, where this could go this direction. You know, I don't know. Yeah, it just seems, like it just seems more I dangerous. I think they're one. They're, I'm pretty certain their um, their test um, like system is above ground. I would assume they would put it underground for the full scale. I mean, like, because, yeah, you're right. If that thing, like, it's supposed to release, like, kind of, like, up and going out. Right. But, like, if it releases going, like, yeah. it's going, like, that way. <laughs> and some you're, other like, direction, yeah. You're going you're gonna, to you're gonna fly that thing to Orlando. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're going to take out Disney World. Oh, so, man. Yeah, like so, I I would totally imagine like they could totally build a thing like if they do it underground to where like if it heads that direction or at least like the palm mm-hmm. the bottom portion on the ground like just hits land and like it just stops. right right it just stops. I mean, yeah. might, might might make it a couple hundred feet, but like <laughs> maybe it makes it a US one. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I think, but I think you know what I do think is cool about stuff like this, and this is I guess sort of where the the commercial sector does a really good job of is just coming up with new innovations um yeah and just you know the more competition the better for the entire industry right just like any other like any other industry Mm -hmm. if there's more more people trying different things you know it's just faster ways to figure out how not to create the light bulb as thomas edison would say right yeah yeah pretty much um so yeah that's that's super cool and it's 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 cool. Like I think we're it, there's a lot of skepticism about it, which I think sure. is totally valid. Of <laughs> uh, like, it's totally fair to be to be skeptic on this. However, I'm always excited to see crazy shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Um, Where's so they? Going where, in, are they American? Yeah. You, okay. To my understanding, yeah, they're 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 U.S. Uh, they're, they're launching out of Space for America, so that's under okay. So that's where Virgin Galactic flies out of. There's actually right. a good right. amount of companies apparently out of spaceport america i mean they're they're a lot of it like it's like apparently like research and development like mm-hmm. there's not a lot of like commercial stuff which was kind of the reason why they built like practically a massive airport in the middle of the desert um so i'm they're hurting a little bit but um yeah so pretty much it's funny they they launch these things out of um spaceport america and then the projectile that they they're test launching lands in white sands which is like Technically, Spaceport America is like in White Sands, but all right. When you say the projectile that they're testing, 
now it gets a little oh, dangerous. Dude, dude, no, no. Imagine, <laughs> imagine like a, a like a like a arrowhead, like like a little like a little dart. It's just throwing darts. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah javelin. It's like super javelins. Yeah, it's pretty much what they're doing. So, dude, the sound uh, that thing must make is crazy, though. That's why I'm like, what yeah. sound is going to because it's going to be going supersonic, right? But yeah. in a, so, but a different, it's a different, it's a different force making you know making it to the supersonic speed. So, mm-hmm. <clears throat> that's so yeah, it's pushing some air. I, oh yeah, uh, it's. I just want to see this thing full scale launch once. They could yeah. the company can fail afterwards. I don't care. But if they make it the they make it the one full scale flight flight and we that's can all win, see dude. it. That's, that's what I want. That's a win. To, that's a win in my book. According to Firefly, that's a win. <laughs> according to Firefly, that is a win. Um, so Firefly started off this launch on, on October first, and that started out a week of launches. Um, so let's go through the list of launches we had this week. We had Firefly. On October 1st, like mm-hmm. we said before, we had Atlas V on October 4th. And that was, what was that flying again? SES, right? Uh, it was yes. the 100th yep. Atlas V launch. Yep. Yep. So that, that flew out Tuesday. And then on Wednesday, we had on October 5th, we had, of course, we had two launches from SpaceX. Mm-hmm. We had Crew 5 here on uh, LC39A over in Florida. And Starlink 4-29 out of Vandenberg in California. So that was uh, the one crew five was in the morning, and Starlink was at night. Um, and then next we had a day off. We were supposed to have. Were we supposed? I think we were supposed to have a Starlink. It was. We were supposed no. to have a launch. Well, it was supposed to be three. It was supposed to be three SpaceX launches. So it was going to be Crew Five, and then was it? Oh, no, I can't remember. Hold on. I mean, yeah, we were supposed, we supposed to have three SpaceX launches in a row, weren't we? Yeah, yeah it was out of, out of Canaveral. Yeah, out of... Oh, okay. Um, gotcha. It was supposed crazy. to be three, but then one got scrubbed two days in a yeah. row, which was the one that which was, actually ended up being one of the best photo ops of the year. Yeah, so on Friday we had Electron um, out of uh, um, New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Um, that launch and then we had again yeah we had spacex on saturday which produced some great photos I mean, we always love it when um the 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 rocket crosses in front of the full moon or yep. sun or whenever so mm-hmm. um I, I i don't know if that's the first time this year i know this happened a couple times um that was or maybe it was a sun i was thinking of i don't know so yeah there's been a couple of solar transits uh there was one other opportunity earlier in the year for the lunar, uh, sorry, I got, got some background noise. Yeah, sorry about that. I uh, got the, background noise too. Dude. <laughs> for the, the lunar cha- transit, but um, it got scrubbed, and then they never lined up the lunar transit again. And then mm. this one got scrubbed twice, which is kind of crazy. But they kept it all at the same time, so the third launch was still yeah. at the same <clears throat> at the same launch time launch window time so um mm-hmm. it lined up pretty nice unfortunately i missed it i was lined up for day two i was i was getting ready i was like three quarters of my way there and uh was getting ready to line up and then they, they scrubbed it so unfortunately yeah. i missed it but our team got some and you can just go out on online and see some really really cool stuff yeah so yeah some really awesome photos that came out yep. of that one and then just to throw in the mix uh two chinese launches as well this week, that last week so um let's let's Busy count week. them one 
One, two, three, four, five, six. Seven. So eight launches in seven uh, seven days. Yeah, that's pretty insane, man. That's, that's impressive. Yeah, actually, six days. No, seven days. So yeah, yeah, from, from Sunday to Saturday. Yep, from Saturday to Sunday <coughs> to Saturday. Okay, whatever. Um, too much thinking right there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so seven. Yes, eight launches, seven days. So that's that's impressive for uh for a week of, of space launches. It was pretty busy last week uh, with launches. All right, we need we need we need audio we need audio transitions so bad just just yeah so yeah set up the board into our main topic this week and that is Astra I don't think we we, we haven't talked much about Astra on, on these on this podcast because Astra has been pretty quiet yeah so Astra if you don't know who Astra is Astra is a small sat launcher but also trying to be kind of the all-in-one like one-stop shop as well mm-hmm. for some parts uh for going to space they own a they, they've acquired a few other companies um to build other items uh, they're also like they're selling like their they have an engine that they sell that's just for like for for small satellites so they're doing they're doing more than launches but that's kind of their core business um they went public about a year ago um, as a SPAC, a special purpose acquisition company. So this was super popular during COVID for some reason and pre-COVID for a lot of companies to get acquired by these. So pretty much the whole purpose, if as per the name, special purpose acquisition company, the whole purpose of a SPAC is to take funding and buy a company and then yep. take them public. So they're publicly traded. SPACs are publicly traded beforehand. Or mm-hmm. You can only trade them. And then when they acquire a company, that that stock turns into that company that they bought. Rocket Lab did it. Virgin Galactic did it. Um, Redwire Space is another company that did it, and and Astra did it. And this brings in a lot of a lot of capital um, mm-hmm. for the company, and they allow them to take that money and build their business out. SPACs in the past year, two years, have really gone down. Like uh, Astra peaked. Like I think they were like. I think they're like fifteen, sixteen dollars, something like that, when they went public, and that was their high. They've they've gone down ever since. Most companies have, like most packs have, in in, in the last two years. That's both um, poor performance from SPACs overall, not just space, but through the through the uh, economy worldwide, yep. as well as economic downturn that we've had for the past, you know, uh, since beginning of this year. However, a lot of the companies have while they're going down they've still been able to pull through and, and stay relevant because they're still solid businesses like they're, they're they were a solid business they went public and they're continuing to be a solid business astra has is not they they I, I don't know, in my opinion they chose a terrible time to go public uh like they should not like i don't know if they were having an issue finding private capital to, to fund them um, and maybe that's why they had to go SPAC, or maybe they really thought their CFO really thought this was a great idea, like to go public. Um, but practically, it was a, they, a WeWork situation. <laughs> like, they were just I don't know. cash anyway. Like, yeah, like, but well, the difference is like once you go public, the reason. So, like, when you're private, you can do all these, these funding rounds, and you get, right, you right. get billions and billions of dollars. When you go public, it's kind of harder to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, you, I mean, you can still do it; you just buy a bunch of shares in your company. Um, but it kind of limits how you can do that. So uh, it was already uh, about a month ago. It was beginning of, I'm trying to think, months again, August. Um, 
they their stock price continued to go down, continued to go down. They had a failure. They had a few failures this year. Um, their traffic, the first traffic mission failed, mm-hmm. um, and so that I, every I single saw. time they've every time they've launched, uh, they've had a uh, issue. And like a lot of these companies, like the the Nasdaq or the New York Stock Exchange, like freezes their their right. trading because it's super it gets super volatile when they launch when they fail, um, and then. Which was kind of a shock to a lot of people. Rock, Astra kind of goes, okay, we're we're done with Rocket 3. We, we, the launch failed. We're going to look into that, but we're done with Rocket 3. We're going to go into Rocket 4. Uh, which I think shocked a lot of people because they had missions planned and NASA had two more Tropic missions that they were going to stick with and, and perform with, with Astra. Um but they've kind of they're kind of going they're kind of going back to R and D world. Like they were kind of still in R and D. Or they're at least still in like they they went through the the toughest phase of R and D and now they're kind of like in the that's the last. If I don't know how many people are going to get this reference, they're in the last ninety percent. They completed the first ninety percent now in the last ninety percent. So if you don't yeah. know the reference, it's a, it's a software engineering reference, or I don't know, maybe it's maybe it's elsewhere too. I've retaught. I learned it in in, in college as a software engineer. Um, the first ninety percent of the work is hard, and then that last ten percent is like as hard as the first ninety percent. Yep. <laughs> It's harder. So, it's actually harder. Yeah, it's usually harder. It's usually, it's usually much harder. That's yeah. why it's like 10% of the work, but it's like it's just as hard as 90% of the work. Uh, or 90% of the time spent in the last 10%. So they're kind of like in that phase right now. But that's like kind of the end phase. Like it's it's hard, but like it's you're, you, the end's in sight. They're getting this rocket, you know, commercialized. But now they're just, they're kind of like dropping it and going to rocket four, which means they're back into that R&D phase where they're kind of going to be sitting idle for a while. That mm-hmm. took their stock price even lower and went down to less than a dollar. So I had to look this up. I did, I did a deep dive one night into, like, NASDAQ rules um, to understand, like, what happens. Like, tr- like dude, like, I, I was in it. I was on it, dude. So both NASDAQ and the New York Stock Exchange, if you don't know, uh, for some people who aren't financial, there are two stock exchanges, NASDAQ yes. and New York Stock Exchange. <laughs> I did not <laughs> <laughs> I, I I guess I, I guess I knew it in a way like I knew that they were two different things but I thought they were kind of like the same system yeah you like heard it but you didn't know exactly what they were yeah yeah so I learned that part um, but they both have the same rule where uh, if a stock goes below one dollar um, they give a 30 day notice well if a stock goes below one dollar for 30 days they give they give a, a 180 day notice um, for for delisting that's because as your stock price goes lower um, the the sways of like even just a couple cents it is really mm-hmm. big for, for people. Yeah, a lot it moves of their market. Yep. It moves your market much more. Like, it's like saying, like, it'd be like the equivalent of, like, Apple losing, like, a couple hundred dollars in a day. But right, instead right. of being a couple hundred dollars, you're talking, like, 10 cents, which is right, easier right. than 10 cents right. than a couple hundred dollars. So they don't really, it's more for the protection of the, not at that point, it's not really about the company. It's about the, um, about the traders, they want to make yeah, sure the traders investors. are safe. Yep. Yeah, I mean the investors aren't going to be prone to a lot of sways. Well, yep. it's not less about not less about like the like shareholders, like core shareholders are going to keep their prices. It's more or less for like people who trade day trade more like right, who are right. buying into it for a couple of days and then selling it. Like it's much harder to use. Yeah, because if, if it goes yeah, if it goes if it goes down super low, right, everybody's going to jump on the train and want to buy it, pump it up, and then dump it a couple of yeah. days later, right? So it's, it's protection against that. Yeah, and so, and to my understanding, this doesn't happen often, um, mm-hmm. but uh, Astra continued to go down and, and stayed below $1 for 30 days. That was um, last week, uh, was the 30-day mark, and uh, they disclosed in a, in a, 
CNBC reported this first, and they said they disclosed it most likely on a either on an earnings call or a uh, a letter into the SEC um, that the Nasdaq gave them their 180 day warning um, of delisting. So mm. here's what delisting means. <laughs> it can mean a you lot of things. You guys didn't expect the financial knowledge drop in the middle <laughs> Dude, of the uh, space Explorer the notes podcast, on right? this is a book the notes we have we have a little note that says 10 to 15 minutes and i think we've already been on this for like that's okay keep going five minutes. good stuff um we, we were on the first half of this was supposed to be five to seven minutes now it's 20 minutes so we we never keep the time level. stay tuned kids you're learning something it closed i have closing for last friday i don't know where it closed today's monday we're recording so last friday um it closed at 59 cents and it opened i know so i opened this morning on monday at 56 cents and it was going down. So, like, it, it's still going down. Um, mm-hmm. So, pretty much they have 180 days to get their share price up to above $1. And there are there are two ways of doing that. Um, pretty much the best way I can describe it is there's the right way and there's the lazy, I don't know what to deal with it right now way. That, that's that's coming from a non-financial expert. So, don't, 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 this is not financial advice. Um, so, the, the first way of doing this is, getting your share price up above one dollar um you know and astra has and, and this is not like astra is a good company like astra is i don't think you can look at astra and say like that's a bad company like they have bad management like a badly run company like, you mean i don't want to say it's a badly run company right. um they're building some great machines they they've done so they've done some smart things with their money to inquire some more companies they're pretty much the issue, I think, I don't want to say the badly, I think they're not badly run at a management level, like at a, at a mid-tier management. Nah, I don't even want to say, like, I, I don't know much about who about the CEO, but, like, I don't want to accuse anyone of doing anything wrong or bad or whatever. But um, I think they're, they're, they're ba- like, most of the majority of the company has been, like, is great because they're, they're producing some pretty good um, items out of that company. <clears throat> like, Rocket 3 failed, but... Rocket 3 made it further than a lot of other companies before in the past. So it's not like they're, you know, making it the launch is, is not um, a terrible idea. Not, not not a terrible thing to be able to, you know, say was was not good, even if you failed. It's still it's still a good thing to overcome. They've acquired other companies. You know, they, they said that they're trying to become like more of an all-in-one stops place for growing the space. Um, Rocket Lab's doing the same thing. Here's the difference between Rocket Lab and Astra. They're practically I, this is something the big, the biggest the best way to, to compare the two because they're practically the same company. They're both small sat launchers who are acquiring other companies to be able to build other items, so satellite parts, um, or, or just anything you would need to go to space. They're practically trying to do the same thing. The difference is that Rocket Lab stayed private. And they built a good launcher, and they made the and they made a space, and they, they have a core, comp, a core uh, income or business income, which is through launches. Mm-hmm. And then they went they went public. They got a lot of money through that SPAC, and they took that money and they reinvested it. They're invested. They're building Neutron, and they've acquired um, several companies for solar panels and and engines and, and all these other different um, kind of uh, companies that do different things. Um, and so they've just grown. The, the, the company now is, is, is they already, it, it, all that stuff fails, they can go back on that core right, um, yeah. and they're, I mean, business they're, model. Yeah, they're more of like a traditional, like homegrown, self funded. Yeah, they're, they're very um, much company, like SpaceX. Right. right yeah, right, very right. similar they're to not, SpaCX. They're, they're not, not relying on the, with, on the public dollars to, to fund sort of their R&D, really, right? 
Yeah, they were a startup through IPO or right. technically not IPO, but they're not a startup through public stock exchange, which is kind of feel like what Astro was. Astro didn't have a core business model coming into it. Astro was still building their their they were still trying to fund and build their their. It feels core. like it kind of feels like Astro is like the first like software. You know, like if we're going to compare this like apples to apples for something, right? It's the first like mm-hmm. software company that's a rocket company, right? They they had a great idea, they sold it, they went, yeah. you know, somebody gave them the they idea. Pitched like, it to investors. On, yeah, put it on Wall yep. Street. Here's our pitch deck. We don't even have a rocket, but you're going to buy our pitch deck. And then they I went mean, public. The, I guess right? they had a they like they had a really good like demo. Like they had, they right. had really good like here's our test launches. Yeah, they're not performing, but like we're getting there. We're getting there. We're getting here. Oh, he was the first successful one. Like we're getting there. They never really got to the point where like they never got there um, right. with like having a successful rocket. Um, so now they're in this area where like okay, they've they put themselves in this corner where they don't have a core business model yet. Mm-hmm. Like they're, they're they have a core business. Uh, they don't have a core business like funding. They have a core business model. Yeah, they're not. Have, they're it's not, not funded. Right. Yeah. It's just not. It's not set out yet. Um, could they, if they had like, if funding was an issue, would they get to the point? Yes, of course. Um, but they have to make sure, you know, finance is that's the reason why you have a CFO. Um, make sure you can afford things. Uh, so now, and then they've put themselves back into an R and D development area. Um, they've, they lost the two traffic missions. They, NASA said that they're going to replace those like allocated flights with other payloads, but they wanted, they want tropics to launch. They don't want it on a new rocket. They want it on a, they want it on a rocket three. Rocket 4 is not in the venture class um, launch vehicle yet, so they have to move it to another rocket. Um, so they got to now pitch this whole new uh, this new rocket again, um, and they also now pitch it on a um, two out of eight launch attempts record, which is not great. Um, and they have to worry about their funding. So what happens if they get delisted? Uh, so if you are a shareholder, you don't lose your shares. Again, not financial advice. <laughs> don't listen. I think legally I have to say that. Um, yeah. I also like. I do want to say like yes, I had a. Sh- I did I used to own a share of of Astra, but I've sold it just a long one time ago. Just one. Just uh, two, and I sold them both. Two. Um, I at a loss too as well. Um, I just thought I'm like I don't know why I own these. I, I sold them. Um. So pretty much what happens is that they become over-the-counter stocks. So over-the-counter stocks are they're less regulated. So there's not so being on the on the New York Stock Exchange or the Nasdaq, no, there's it's a lot of into crypto area. Yeah, there's a crypto is considered over-the-counter. Fun fact. So it's Astro because of NFT. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh god, that would be, I could. I could see, I could see Chris doing that. Something like um, that. I could yeah. totally see Chris being like, okay, <laughs> we're doing an NFT. They're good fun. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Chris Kemp's the CEO. He's an interesting guy. I've, I've never talked to him, never met him. Um, just, just through his recorded stuff, it's, he seems like an interesting guy. Um, so pretty much what happens is, is they get moved over into over-the-counter um, uh, trading areas. That's pretty much, you kind of have to work with a, that's where you have to work with a broker directly. Yeah. You can't like, there's not like a, you have to work with a broker anyways, but like, the broker's a little bit different. It's not Robinhood. We're, we're not buying this yeah. Robinhood now. You're not looking yeah. at Robinhood. You're looking at calling up someone. Yeah. yeah. They kind of, I'll get. Wolf of Wall Street, um, huh? Yeah. Penny, I'm looking, no, I wouldn't say Wolf of Wall Street yet. I'll, I'll tell you when we get the Wolf of Wall Street <laughs> zone. Um, there are two main, two. there are two big semi-regulated 
um, over-the-counter exchanges. There's uh, OTCQX. Um, don't ask me what that means. Um, and OTCQB. Again, don't ask me what that means. OTCQX is kind of like the would not be the place where Astro would go because they have a minimum trade requirement of five dollars a share. So these two are kind of uh, they're kind of like the places you go where you want to become a public company, but you can't afford the price of becoming a public right, company. Right. Um, Nasdaq, I believe, the fee is like seventy five thousand, and New York Stock Exchange is two hundred fifty thousand. Um, just to file the application, I believe. I believe that's, or at least that's the fee or setup cost, whatever it is, to to become publicly traded. So it's much cheaper on the over the counter. Um, you're talking small businesses, um, businesses that you know may have had a rough financial time, whatever, like whatever it is. Companies that want to share, you know, sell their shares but can't afford to do it on, on a, what's considered a listed site, so New York Stock Exchange, the Nasdaq, or, or some international. Yeah, ones. the blue chip, the blue chip stocks is I think what they, they actually refer to. But yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. So that first one, OTCQX, uh, they have a, they do have to file. Uh, they, have to, they have to. There are reporting things with the SEC. And mm-hmm. It's very similar to, um, uh, to the uh, to New York Stock Exchange and and, and uh, to blue chip, right? Blue chip, you said is listed, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, so to those places, the listed places. OTCQB is very similar to the to QX, um, except uh, they don't have a minimum bid. Mm. Uh, you don't you don't have to have that. I, well, okay, technically the limited bid's one cent because you, you can't. It's got to be something, right? Yeah. You, if you're zero, you have nothing. Um, right. So that's kind of like the, they call it the venture market. So it's kind of like the companies that want to go on there, like they're working that up to, to be able to have that. Is that the penny um, so, stocks? I wonder if that's considered what the penny stocks, right? I think these are all considered penny stocks. Yes. So yeah, once you get down to to this, you start, I think they, they, that's what they refer to as, as penny yeah. stocks. Um, so that's kind of where this. This is, in my opinion, probably the place where Asher would go if they get delisted because they're not. They don't have to require five dollars, but they still are in like it is still fairly respectable. Where you have there are um, regulation, not regulations <laughs> per the SEC, but regulations per the uh, the people who run the 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 market for filing, for report, for for having a lot of the practices that a listed site would already have a listed market would already have. Yep. Um, that's why it's called a venture. Like you're already, you're, you're getting in the mood of like, you're getting the rhythm of, of having like these kind of um, regulations. And then you get into the big boys up in, up in the uh, New York. Uh, New yeah. It's, it's almost like if you're a, a really small company, right? This is where you would start and then you would go up. Yes. But if you're like, degrading, you it's kind of like if a you, bad thing. <laughs> it's kind of like a, yeah, it's kind of like a demotion. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's kind of a place where you can kind of sit and work and like yeah. kind of build back up. So here's where we get to what I consider is sort of the Wolf of Wall Street. The, area. the wild, the wild, the wild rest, the wild, wild west oh, the of, of investment. The pink sheets. I'm pretty sure the pink sheets make an appearance in Wolf of, Wolf of Wall Street. I think it's oh, the yeah. first yeah, place they, they totally go to. Do, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So these is there's there's no requirements for reporting to the SEC. A lot of the companies on here are. Bankrupt. That's an, oh, that's another requirement for for the uh, OTC QB is that you can't be going through bankruptcy. So you have to be a company doing company things. Pink sheets is like avenue. Anything goes, <laughs> pretty much. Um, this is where you're calling up. Like this is where I literally I'm I'm picturing the only way to buy these shares are like you're calling someone and it's like wolf of wall street type like it's in yeah, a strip yeah, mall yeah, yeah. Like, there's like eight guys packed in his office and they're all just yeah. calling and like saying yeah, yeah. um and they're, they're trying to get you to buy a company basically 
and they're trying to they're like here's the best new stock to buy no one else knows about it like that's right. what i'm like picturing um i know that there's been huge overhaul of these areas back because of wolf of wall street right, but, right. um yeah so this is kind of like this is i don't see astro going here unless I mean, I don't, I don't see Astro going here at all. I, I don't know a lot of financial. Like, if they, I don't know what happens. I tried looking up like what happens when your stock hits zero, and everything just goes like, well, you have nothing. I'm like, yeah, but can it go up the one? Like, can you go from zero to the one? Or if you hit zero, you're done. Like, I don't know. Is that like, is that the kill screen? Well, um, I, I'm wondering if like, as this, as out. yeah, that's what. So that was my 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 like my wonder. I'm not a financial guru. This is not financial advice. Like you dropped in there earlier. <laughs> this uh, is not financial advice. So yeah, we like, both have to say it. Yeah, my guess is this. My guess is they're going to get bought out, regardless of whatever this flow is. Right? They're, I mean, they're probably the going to get purchased. Would, the issue is who would buy them out. This is like a perfect move for like. Well, you have you have his name in here. I mean, this is like a perfect move for this guy. I'm not taking. I'm not, I don't know. I don't know if Elon. I don't know if Elon would buy him. Well, I don't know about Elon, but maybe Isaacman, right? Oh yes. This is okay. Like, I to me, this, that's like the perfect move. Our, our notes for the first time is two pages. Um, <laughs> okay, I. Ooh, that's interesting. That, and I'm, I, I, this is speculation. I have no idea. No inside Oh, yeah, we have, yeah, we yeah, have yeah. no inside knowledge. We have zero idea. We're just speculating so, right but that is, would be, Thank that you for reminding me guess. about this because Isaacman, who we talked about last week, there was a um, Hubble. The uh, Hubble, the, yeah, deal. The yep. Hubble mission um, or, or study for the mission. And he mentioned in a they – they did an interview, um, uh, Christian Davenport from the Washington mm-hmm. Post. They, he had a chance to sit down with him and, and, on a, on a, and talk with them. And he asked him about the about the uh, uh, the kind of the current market for the launch the launch industry and, uh, um, economy because that's kind of what Isaac Man is like. He's already gone through the IPO stage or maybe right. it was a SPAC, I don't know, um, with his Shift Four payments, and that's how right, company right, traded. Right. His other company, and so that and, and so he's he is an economic man. Like he knows what he's doing. Same thing with Elon Musk. Like they've they've all gone this route, and they all kind of know what it, what it's like. Man, I didn't think maybe Isaac, like, I don't, that would be interesting because you have Polaris program, which is practically a privately funded space program. The next step is to have your own rocket company. Yeah, like, why wouldn't, like, I mean, I must, and again, this is complete speculation. Obviously, we don't know the financials. We don't know what but his goals would, are. But I feel like Isaacman would just somebody be Somebody like to do that. It. Yeah. Would, you know, come in and it's almost like. Because I find I, I feel like these are sort of now this private sector is just these are becoming commodities, right? Just like any other industry, mm-hmm. and he, every yeah. millionaire wants to own a football team and a rocket company. You know, like I mean, why wouldn't it be? You know, or even even somebody like I could see, I could see like you know Blue, Blue Origin, right? Jeff Bezos mm-hmm. would be like, well, just buy them up and take all their technology, right? I could totally see Blue Origin do that too. I could totally yeah. Blue Origin actually makes sense as well because they. I mean, I don't know. They, they're first. They're they have two rockets. They have New Shepard and New Glenn. And there's no the new. Uh, this is something we we're talking about as a hot take in the future. One day is is, is New Glenn a viable rocket? Like I, right, right. It, it, yes, in a way, and no, in other ways. So um, having to be able to acquire a company and be like, all right, let's take all your technology, take all your IP, and yeah, let's. Okay, the issue is like, will they do it? So here, okay. 
because it well here's the thing was, i forgot just, to mention i forgot to mention the second way of of how they can bring their price up to to above one dollar okay go for it okay i forgot so like i said there's two ways there's i my selling, thing was there was selling the right way the lemonade stand <laughs> Open up a lemonade business. There's my what I called the opinion was the right way and then in the the lazy way. I don't know if this is technically the lazy way, but this is what it feels like to me. They could do they could do what is called a reverse stock split. Mm. So we all know what so stock splits are fairly freak fairly common. Yeah, a lot of times when, when Tesla notorious for this, right? Yeah, and 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 every Amazon time Tesla does right. it. Every time Tesla does it, it's always like the the way you get into Tesla stock is we get the way for right, a split. Right. The price goes down, you buy up. Um, a reverse stock split is kind of take the opposite of what a stock split. So a stock split is if you have so if you have one share of a company and you split a stock into like one to four, you get four shares and your price is then divided by four. So if right. it's if it's four dollars, it becomes oh, yeah, it becomes yeah, four dollars becomes one dollar, four hundred dollars becomes one hundred dollars, whatever it yep. is. Um, that's usually the reason why you do that is because you you're running out of not you're running out of shares, but you want to become, you want to create more shares um, because that also works on outstanding shares. Um, if right. You, if they're yeah, so you can you can give CEOs more shares, you can give your company more shares, stuff like that. Um, yeah, you create more abundance, basically. Yeah, you just want more shares. It also brings the price down and. Because once you get into like Google area where like three thousand dollars a share, like not a lot of people buying buying right. shares of Google, um, or you're buying yeah, the only way you can get in is buying fractal shares for like yeah for like nothing. A reverse stock split is the other. So you have four shares, and they, they go merge four to one. one. They merge into one share. Mm-hmm. Now you have less shares, but the value of the share goes up. So right. So your your one cent share becomes four cents. Yeah, so you're right math, now yeah. if we're at, if we're at fifty cents, right, right becomes now, $2, around yeah. becomes two dollars, and now they've reset the clock on their now they're above a dollar, so mm-hmm. now they're they're out of that the hundred day tick. I could this is probably what's going to happen. We we were speculating for fun for a bit. This is probably what most likely is going to happen. However, their stock has had very little upticks. Mm. So yes. They could do a reverse stock split, and it could go up to like they could do it to go up to five dollars. It's this. I don't think that's going to solve their problem. Maybe they'll give them more time to then get Rocket Four out and then launch it, and hopefully that goes up. Um, yep. All I know is I'm sure there are alarms and like meetings going on in the CFO's office of Astro right now. Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm sure they have set up a war room and they are trying to figure they are trying to figure out figure out the best way forward with this. Yeah. Um, so. I would honestly say I think we're in the the era. I don't know if we're in the 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 bubble. I don't know if the bubble's popping. If no, there is a bubble, no, I don't think like so. the internet, like the like the early two thousands. No, because still think... like you said. You said this earlier in the episode. Like it's not open source technology. It's not like anybody mm-hmm. can just jump on and you know like people can just yeah. jump on and create there's a web page. There's right? a good barrier to entry and they're doing it. However, right. I think now we've entered the area where it's not a guaranteed success. Right, right. Like I think we had we had an era, so we had the we had the fifties, sixties where you had to be a government contractor. The early two thousands came around, and I think it turned to a. Um, we, there were some some companies that failed. However, like we had SpaceX, Blue Origin, and whatnot. Like we, that's where the startup and kind of like oh, like there's a lot of funding now from the tech industry to fund these things. And in the past ten years, five years, we've seen a lot more companies ramp up, and everyone wants to get on a space. So like. The video I saw a bunch of SPACs is because a lot of people want to buy in. Now I think we've hit the point where 
a lot of companies are entering the space and a lot of companies are showing progress. So just by being a space company does not mean you're going to get a bunch of, of money to continue going. Right. I think it's going but, to be like, like as I said in his interview, some are going to go away. Well, and that's why I think this is like, this is a perfect opportunity for someone to swoop in and buy them. A lot of uh, company to buy them and, and yeah, get that IP. Yeah, just, yeah. yeah, yeah, because it's, you know, it's sort of already, you know, they, I mean, they've, they've made so much progress com- in mm-hmm. comparison, you know, relativity to the other to the other companies that are sort of like in there adjacent, but, um, and right now, you know, they're obviously floundering. They need, they need money to keep going and what they're doing is good. They just, you know, sort of made a few financial missteps probably. Um, but it is interesting. You did say like the stock's not going to go up. It, like it's, it's been going down since they went yeah, public. Like there, I wonder, there was I mean, this wonder, like, like uptick. What, well, like I think, the issue is that they haven't had, they haven't become the, so they went, a lot of things from with Astra, because I remember Astra also, like, they were promising daily launches, they were pushing, like, they were kind of promising the stockholders, and there was a lawsuit against it, like, saying that's not possible, like, mm-hmm. that's a lie, like, you don't know that's true, like, you can't be saying that, to, to, so there was a lawsuit over that, um, and I don't know what the outcome was of that, it, it was, last time I checked with them, they were, they said it was still ongoing, um, so I, I would have to reach back out to them and see if, if that's still going, but, um, I mean, like, what would be the next thing that would actually make it go up? Like, Rocket Four comes out and it launches and it's successful. Then they launch it again, and it's successful. They launch it again, yeah, like, and that, it just belief in the company, right? The company has yeah. like the rocket has to come, like they have to, or because I don't, because that's their core. That's gonna, that's gonna, that's their whole business is around that launching right. their own rockets. They have other revenue streams um, because of, through companies they've acquired. Um, However, and they they've seen some success. Like there was a, I think they they a company has bought a bunch of their their like um, I can't remember what they're called. Is it the Astra Engine or something like that? Mm-hmm. They've called it. Like their their small engine built for the company came in and bought a bunch of them. Like that's that's seen progress. However, I, I mean maybe they just pivot and they go away from rocket launches like a hard pivot. But mm-hmm. I think and that just would become be a bad. manufacturer and become maybe a manufacturer of, of, of rocket of parts. Like maybe yeah. they maybe sell their engines and stuff like that to other companies. I know that that was, however, I thought, I think Astro was actually looking at buying other engines. I think they're, I think rocket four actually was going to steer away from their all internal engines and go to another company. I don't know. Or maybe the licensing out of, I don't know. There was a whole thing possibly going on with that, but I don't know anymore, but this is going to be a really interesting to see. Cause I, I, I've always thought, in the past like six seven months of like i don't know the numbers and i need to like look into it but there seems to just be a lot of small sat launchers and i don't and it doesn't seem like the mark like the market is going to be able to support them all they're right. all great yeah i mean you have let's let's go down the list of small set launchers you have rocket lab um firefly virgin orbit abl astra um i know i'm missing so many I know there's more. Relativity. Mm-hmm. Um, you have ride shares through SpaceX. Yeah, I was going to say SpaceX Smallsat. has to qualify in there a little bit, right? SpaceX has a yeah, it has a ride share program. Um, Neutron's going to be coming on board as another as a mass like as a as a satellite constellation launcher. It's going to be able to launch more practically than another small sat launcher for for multiple for ride shares. Um, Vega over in aerospace. Mm-hmm. Vega C the new rocket came out. Um, 
there's 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 Chinese companies, there's Japanese companies, there's Indian companies. Like India has there has uh, ISLV. Um, that they have a smaller rocket as well, and they all seem to be claiming like rapid launch and like mm-hmm. daily launches. Like Rocket Lab is like they want to be able to launch like super quick and like whenever you want. Like, and it doesn't seem like the market's there. Not yet. Yeah. Yeah, like it doesn't seem like it doesn't seem like the market is going to get there. Like it just seems like, like there's not going to be enough payloads. There's not enough junk. And if there space. is, if there's like four companies launching every day of the year, yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot of satellites going yeah. in orbit. And uh, I know my friend Murray Bajaw over there in privateers would have a lot of probably words to say about it. So, yeah. Tune in to last but, week's episode about space junk if you want to know about. That. <laughs> <laughs> reach out to him. Maybe we'll come on and yeah. talk about it. We'll just talk about this one thing. But yeah, all right. I don't know. That's that's enough about Astro. We're already at yeah. one hour here, and we haven't even talked about our hot takes because the, oh my gosh, we have another one. That's might may, maybe may a bit. Yeah, I'll have you go into talking about yours. I'm gonna so go first because yours is probably gonna take a little bit longer. But it is another uh, serious topic too. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry about this so week. I'll, I'll start with the funny one then. The funny one. Uh, so the funny thing happened. Uh, on crew five if any if you haven't seen it yet definitely go check it out um twitter was roasting this terrible render of the nasa meatball on the side of the spacex falcon 9 rocket um so if anybody out there doesn't know what the nasa meatball is it's the old school nasa logo the blue one wow It's it's the second one no, yeah, sure. they, have the seal. Sure. they have the seal and then they came out with the meatball. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, but it's 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 one of the more famous ones, right? The famous ones. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's the classic blue. It's got the NASA writing in a minute middle. Oh, I'm actually wearing the T-shirt. You're wearing, the yeah, correct, I was like, you're wearing the T-shirt. The yeah. correct re- uh, render of it. But anyway, I, I don't know what happened. I don't know if you heard what happened. I don't know but, what happened uh, either. I'm, I'm sure like a stencil got put on wrong and then painted. Yeah, on it and yeah. It's, it's just it's it's, it's so on, bad. It's on the second stage, um, so it's expendable. Right. So it's SpaceX as well. So they're probably they probably saw it laugh and says we're keeping it. Like yeah, yeah. I'm totally. sure Elon saw it and goes like yeah we're we're not changing that. It looks that's Dude. funny. And did you see the pictures of it? Oh yeah, it looks it's oh, all janked man. up. It, I mean, it's I mean not, it okay. actually looks it's, like a meatball. Yeah, it okay. It's not terrible. So the people listening who can't like, I, mean, I don't have pictures of it because we're, we're we're both mobile. We're both kind of like yeah. at home or I'm at traveling, so we don't have ability to do like. I'm a, I'm a bit of a design snob, so it's pretty terrible. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's it's not centered. So like the like the uh, it's it's like it's anxiety like, and it's like yeah, it's not centered. <laughs> like yeah, the spacing is all off. Um, it looks like an egg instead of a like an actual like proper circle yeah i'm sure like i'm sure when you um what if it's like this is the first like first day on the job for some new spacex employee <laughs> oh <laughs> just, no, no everyone's just trashing them well i guess the hot yeah. take the hot take is like you said That's spacex it. saw it having yeah saw it happening and they're just like no we're, we're go we're, we're keeping it we're not changing it we're not fixing yeah. it um so but yeah go check out the, the best part about it is obviously the twitter garbage comments oh uh, so many it. people were like coming up like i have a better one it's like in paint it's like why don't yeah. you just do this like yeah, yeah. Like, just there's, some, there's paint. some really funny ones out there so yeah, yeah. Go check that out um but so, yeah on to more serious topics speaking of elon <sighs> freaking elon so 
Elon, he was uh, he is a roller coaster with him. I mean, he's such a roller coaster. This Dude, guy this tw- I can't wait place. till this Twitter thing is over. Whatever Dude, direction is, it goes, I can't wait. This till it's is over. not even Twitter, which is hilarious. Like it happened on Twitter. No, like, no, no. Not, I mean, like, but like him, like dominating yeah. the headlines of like, will he? Won't he? You know, like the, this whole deal with Twitter. This, I can't wait. This till dude, it's over. this dude is just has just dominated the news, the news headlines for the past like year. I feel like on yeah. So. And of course, we all know Ukraine uh, with the invasion from Russia. Uh, he stepped up and he sent him, you know, he sent him a lot of Starlink um, mm-hmm. terminals. Uh, super early. That was super early. On. Super early. Like, legit, like the guy just, like, it was like it was a Twitter deal. Like, they, like, the guy just tweeted him, asked for him, and Elon said, sure, and then sent him, like, within like yep. a few weeks. Um, they sent a bunch of Tesla power walls to power them mobily, like, set up weight. Like, there's even, like, videos from Tesla showing how to, like, um, install, like, your. Use a Tesla wall and adapt it for use on a mm-hmm. Starlink terminal. I like guess it's, it's they they've done a lot for them. Um, a lot of it was like donated. Some third party comp, um, have come in and paid for them. Uh, I think Ukraine's paid for some as well. There's a lot over there in Ukraine. Um, Ukraine has become a really big user of Starlink and because of the invasion. So now Elon is praying. The, uh, Elon like was like he could have probably walked into Ukraine and been praised. For like everything, like would have been a hero, right? And now he just got called. He got told to f off by their, uh, uh, by the foreign minister or something. I think from Ukraine, mm-hmm. um, because okay, just because you're rich doesn't mean you're smart. Um, he, his idea for, and, and that's not necessarily entire truth. Because Elon is well, smart, just you're smart doesn't mean you're things. smart at everything. Yes, just because you're you can build a rocket doesn't mean you can broker peace deals over Twitter. Right, and his idea was doing. I guess uh, was a UN. I think it was UN um, uh, monitored elections mm-hmm. um, in the areas that Russia controls, and if they vote yes the, to see the Russia, then they go back because the, the the whole controversy is Russia hosted their own referendums in the in the regions they held, and somehow uh, the was it twenty thirteen or twenty twelve they that Ukraine actually had their own referendum to to join Russia or not, and they mm-hmm. were like. The regions that that um, the regions that Russia held outside of Crimea um, were like in the 80s and 70s, I think, percent for staying in Ukraine, um, and then Crimea was like 50 percent or some of that. Um, so makes sense, yeah. So somehow Russia's came out with like 90, like it was like 90 percent joined Russia, which is a weird flip um, from like the 80 percent. Yeah, it's a little sketchy of that. So his idea was just doing Ukraine. He just got blasted by it. Um, and, dude, just shut up. Like, just send your, just send your Starlink terminals and shut up. Because yeah. it wasn't even that much longer. He goes, he practically said that Taiwan should be a part of China. Like, it right. was like he was, he had some, someone told him that he needs to be a peace broker uh, this last week. And it, he chose the two most controversial areas to, to choose peace. Like you could have just said, no, yeah, North Korea, North and South Korea should, uh, you know, should combine. We should get rid of. North. You could have said we should get rid of North Korea. I'm like, yeah, sure, yeah. I think we all agree about that one. Uh, right. Not we should get rid of Taiwan and Ukraine. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then so, I think shortly after that, a bunch of uh, Starlink terminals went down in Ukraine. Like they yeah. have a giant outage of Starlink and I don't obviously who knows and there's been they're, outages they're everywhere like they're yeah they're, they're, I wouldn't be, I'm not surprised that I'm sure like there's been outages before in Ukraine right but because he 
they mentioned it, and then he there even was an argument I saw him on Twitter about like SpaceX profiting off the Ukraine invasion when like I, Elon said back and said that SpaceX has lost about eighty to one hundred million dollars off of the mm-hmm. Ukraine because they've been donating a lot of them. But the um, marketing, but the PR was right. great, and now he's just practically backtracked all of it. Yeah. Um, the issue I have is, is mostly is that his his platform is there. There's there's having a platform like there there's me running Space Explorer and I have a platform to say things like you know I could I could I have the ability to say whatever I want. Well, I don't, but like I have the ability. You know, I can I can say things and put opinions out there and, and whatnot. Right. And then there's having a cult following like Elon, where it doesn't matter if you're right; these people will agree with you. Totally. Um, yeah. I mean, Which I think we just dangerous. got through that, right, in this past, like, with the past... Um, I think... Yeah, I, I think we've seen... Presidencies yeah. and... Yeah. Oh, it's still going. Um, right, right. It's, it's not over. Um, but in, in politicians... I mean, I guess it's been like that for politics for a long time. There's always sure, been cult sure. followings of, of ideas and, and, and certain individuals. As now it's coming to, to CEOs. But now it's at where, scale. Is that it's not just politicians, right. and I think, and I feel like it made sense for politicians because that's kind of their their job is to lead nations, and they need mm-hmm. to convince people to agree with them. Now we're seeing not just CEOs, but like YouTubers and like mm-hmm. uh, and so many other people who are like have these cult followings where they can just say something and like turn people on a dime to like yeah. just because they say it. And I think Elon is really, really cautious of that. And he hasn't. Dude. And this has been an issue for so many times because he said he like he can he can honestly just ruin things with his with his tweets. And well, look what happened to that whole when when he went on Joe Rogan, right? He he did you know he smoked a little weed and then oh, smoked the weed and the, and the Air yeah. Force was all on him like for, yeah. for that, which is that was like the biggest on a technicality ever. Like right. it was like, cause it was legal where he was doing it, but technically it's still a federal offense and air force is federal and all this other stuff. Yeah. And yada, yada, but yada, dude, like don't make no mistake. This guy is calculated and he knows exactly what he's doing. What he gets <laughs> sent. I just want to, I hope so. I no, hope he knows. So. He knows exactly what he's doing, dude. I don't know. You don't man. Become, he tweets you don't about, he that. tweets you about, don't, but you don't become that rich, that smart and have so much, social currency influence without being calculated like there's just no way dude you, and you can't he's there's no way he's creating like how many of the most influential companies of our lifetime you know like mm-hmm. it, i don't anyway but he also tweets about pooping so <laughs> which is also calculated dude it's calculated dropping <laughs> totally. kids off the pool is calculated dude, it's yeah. totally that's calculated. all it's 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 for when he takes over it's the, calculated. he is when he innovates on the toilet industry yeah Dude, toilet industry, do you know, it's like only like, there's like a handful. It's only like two or three like builders of like toilets. Oh, all right. There's our like, last hot take. Toilet, the toilet industry needs to be innovation. Yeah, the toilet industry needs to be innovation. Um, we've been using the same dang urinals <laughs> for far too long. We need new, we need new, new, new urinals. All right. So that is it this week. <laughs> That was a loaded episode of uh, of great news, great discussion. And, this is what uh, you get when uh, when Seth's in Vegas. That was when I'm in Vegas. Midnight baby. on the on the East Coast. Dude, it's only nine p.m. over here, and I feel like I, this is weird because I wake up at four a.m. Mm-hmm. because six a.m. where I where I usually wake up. That makes sense. 
And I kind of like, oh, it's only 9 p.m. Yeah, I don't go to bed till like 10 p.m. But actually, it's like midnight, one o'clock. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, this is what happens when I, I pull like 18 hour days. So, I appreciate everyone listening. We can, uh, of course, you can find us all on the major major sites. Make sure you like uh, or, or, or subscribe and leave a review, uh, preferably five stars or four. I mean, I'm not asking for anything big here. Just a review would be great. Just not three. Two. I'll take three. Yeah, lowest. Yeah, not two. Not two. Two is like three, five. Yeah, yeah three or five. I'll take. The, I'll take any of those. Um, just any reviews. Um, that, that helps us greatly. Um, so any major podcast site you can find us. You can find us on YouTube. Where we post. We're not live this week. I think we're going to start doing more recorded stuff and then do stuff like that. Versus live. Um, and uh, you can also find us at spaceexplore.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, follow along um, with our personal lives whether or not you really want to or not, because sometimes it gets weird. Uh, on Twitter, I'm at SpaceX, uh, Sp- Sp- I'm at Seth Kirk, S-E-T-H-K-U-R-K, and Jared, you're at... Hyperlite, H-Y-P-R-L-Y-T-E. And we'll see you guys all next week. Have a good one.